0: hey you busy Mm-mm. okay let me run something past you real quick now I said I wasn't gonna say nothing because people are grown and they're gonna do what they do and that's just gonna be it but let me say something new. um I went to sleep woke back up it still didn't go away so I was like <laughs> you know what I'm not gonna ignore the passionate uh drive that is in me to want to speak on this Unless you've been living under a rock, you should know by now that the Will and Jada thing is just all over the social media platforms, right? That she admitted that she had an affair, okay, with August Austina. Oh, if that's how you pronounce his last name. I'm not going to chop it up. But Jada went ahead and explained about four or five years ago, four and a half years ago, that her and Will were pretty much what looked like it was getting ready to be over uh she took herself to the red table talk so it should be there it's just it's it's fresh okay it's like a cut onion and and, yeah it's it's still there so a few things a let me just continue to give you the backdrop just in case you've been living somewhere that did not have proper internet access and that's fine so four and a half Years ago, her and Will, they said, okay, you know what? This is probably going to be done. And it was an amicable situation. Both of them decided, you know, give the thumbs up. This is a wrap. During that time, she went ahead and had an entanglement. Okay, great. Um, yeah, that was my face With someone who started off to, as being a family friend, a friend of the family, however you want to do it. And she said that she wanted to feel good because she hadn't felt good in a long time. Now, who knows what that meant? And then getting in that situation, uh, entanglement with August, she decided somewhere along the line, you know what? She had a revelation about her relationship with Will. And I guess with providing what that information or revelation was, August decided he he didn't want no more holler for her. It was pretty much going to be a wrap. So he cut all communication. And I guess fast forward four and a half years later, it can only be assumed, August Alsina sat down with one of the New York DJs, um, Angela Yee, and he gave a little bit of a snippet of what was going on in his life and he added good old Jada in jada said on her red table talk that she thought it was kind of weird and it was a little strange because after all these years this is just where this happened and it was this back and forth about august it's like no one should be shocked by this because i gave everyone a heads up and what have you long story the shortest we are all now harping over this thing of entanglement Now, J. Cole, the good old rapper, the bishop, if you will, you know, he had a lyric in one of his raps that said, you know, I want want that Jada and Will love. And so since that time of Jada coming out and just manning up, womaning up enough to say, listen, it happened. And I'm gonna go ahead and just give y'all the appropriate amount slice that I feel that you need from the this cake of my life and shouts out to Will for being there to give that push like I need you to no, not entanglement what happened and she was like yeah a relationship or what have you so <laughs> I wanted to just do give it a little bit of justice that I think she used the right word we just didn't want it to be so candy gloss the way that she did but I looked up entanglement and entanglement from the good bishop the Oxford Dictionary says that entanglement is a complicated or compromising relationship or situation. So in reality, technically, she did use the right word. But here's where my passion was driving up and just kind of getting me to a place that I was like, I have to pick up the phone and talk to you about it because I'm irritated. I don't like the fact that this, there's a negative narrative going on when it comes to black love where it is condensed to being humiliation – getting cheated on or emotional and mental exhaustion I hate the fact that that gets more of a platform you know Jay cheated on Beyonce and you know Halle Berry or her husband cheated on her and everybody thinks that Will and Jada is perfect but look you don't even know what was going on inside their relationship we had no idea as the 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 fans you know the civilians of the, the particular thing of all things Will and Jada we had no idea that they broke up and my thing is this first off I felt some kind of way because I'm like I can't think of at least three Caucasian couples that we can go ahead and say man you know they went through it that they represent both longevity maybe some toxicity but they still have an empire of sorts. And so I feel like low key, the media kind of pushes for us to have a negative view on what black relationships look like. It's either you super duper private the way Beyonce is and it still gets leaked out some type of way, or you put all your business out in the streets and tell everybody what's going on. Like, you just, it is what it is. And that still doesn't get that level of respect, but it doesn't get that much shine. I remember lauren hill saying that she tried to hide her first pregnancy with zion and everybody was like breaking down her door trying to figure it out trying to who's the daddy and this and the third and so she said when she had her second child i believe that was her daughter sayla she was like hey i'm pregnant and she was like it didn't hit the newsstands not once and so it's almost like the thing that you try to keep together the thing that you try to keep proper the thing that you try to keep private the world says no i need to know that part because i want to shatter people's views of what this could be but when you just say hey here it is and here i am they still dissect so jada didn't speak about august and it was, ooh, you know, they've been swinging for years and this, that, and the third. And then she goes ahead and speaks about it, and it's like, what's an entanglement, though? It's like you can never do anything perfect. But I feel this obligation to protect all things that is black love. I hated that when Waka Flocka's wife, once he cheated and did what she he did, they separated, they did the whole thing, she decided that for her life, she wanted to make the life decision to take him back. And when she was getting some type of, like, I guess you could say backlash from that. Her knee-jerk reaction was, yeah, but you know what? Your grandfather cheated. And, you know, ask your grandmother what your grandfather did. And it's like, you know what? We have evolved from such a stance of what our grandmothers were able to take versus what we're able to take now. You have to understand, the woman who chose back in the days to stay, knowing that granddaddy had a whole nother family, they were in a very compromising situation. A, there was no workforce for, for most of them. Most of them did not have, they were all homemakers. Most of them did not have any skill sets that would say, you know what, um, I can go out and make a living and provide for all these kids that this dude gave me. It wasn't like it was one one child that it was like, ah, eh, if he don't come home, you know. And eh. It was like, listen, you got three to almost two, 12 max kids for for most of the communities and the relationship decision that you make is contingent on the healthy lifestyle and the nutriment and the nutrients of your children. And so back in the day, women were making decisions not for their own personal satisfaction or well-being. It was my kids have to eat. They need a roof over their heads. They need clothes on their back. And so you know what? Buddy's going to have to provide that. The end. If it it means that I have to make an extra plate when I cook for my children and that extra plate just has to be his as well, then it's just going to have to be what it is. But let's not get it twisted that all of this was made out of the ambiance of love. Some women back in the day still were under the impression of you don't leave no matter what because divorce was embarrassing. Breaking up was embarrassing. Being a single mother of five, six, seven, eight, nine kids was embarrassing. And so at that point in our lives, I think that we were more as women and as the black families, we were more weighing on the fact of what it looked like on the outside opposed to what it felt like in the inside. Now that we have elevated And now we have our own and we're more independent and we have these feminist, you know, movements and all these other things. There should be some things that you're just like, I'm not accepting. And I know that it dates all the way back with certain men back to, you know, Mandingo, where men were actually bred to impregnate and give a family to a woman and then pull him out and then keep it moving. It actually was a systemic kind of experiment to have it where they knew if you take the black man out of the home if you take him out if you take the head off of the body the body will break down the woman will become overwhelmed and the family won't last like look this stuff up there's some deep-rooted things in there and so after a while you only could repeat what you know better of what you were informed better of or what you actually observed So a lot of men are not there in their kid's life because they didn't have a father. A lot of men, not all. You see the difference in the verbiage? A lot of men aren't staying by and being stand-up dudes because they have no idea what that looks like your uncle's been cheating on such and such for how long you know that's just what the family last name does (laughs) you see what i'm saying (laughs) daddy did it my uncles did it my brothers do it i'm not stupid i know my dude is doing it so it becomes normalized to a woman it becomes normalized to a man and the question is do you understand that there is a love that is such that will not make it where you look like a clown and that you don't feel incomplete inside that you do not have to choose between laying next to someone who doesn't value you versus but what is it's going to look like on Instagram when I'm not posting them. Like I really need people to go to a little bit deeper. It's like it that bothers me so bad that because of certain people's worldview, that's what they think the world offers. Please understand your little bit of corner on this blue and green earth does not equate to the entire capacity of this earth that just because you have not seen a healthy marriage doesn't mean that healthy marriages doesn't exist and i feel like we should be wise enough at this point in our lives to say i have not seen it but i now know what healthy looks like and healthy is the only thing that i'm going to accept that will be the equivalent to saying You're going to go to this particular restaurant and no matter what you eat from this, it's going to make you sick. But in order to keep the restaurant brand and name continuing to go, you have to act like you're okay. That will be the equivalent to what it looks like you're supposed to accept in relationships. Yes, people do cheat but you don't have to stay with that person. Yes, people do do some things that's like, that was absolutely humiliating, but you don't have to stay in that situation. And I guess the cheat code is to find out someone's priorities before you try to figure out their personality and see if your chemistry clashes. I don't wanna know anything about chemistry if I don't know where you lie in uh, your particular personality and how you view a thing. My thing is this because this is, I'm, I'm trying to get all my words together because I'm super duper irritated. I feel like we're making excuses for not getting healthier. That it's this assumption that people may or may not eventually grow out of it, that you got to while out when you're younger and then get it out your system, that kind of thing. And it's a matter of, I would rather stay single Or I would promote being single your entire life if you had to choose between peace of mind and a broken heart. Those should not be either ors for the options for a relationship. And the bottom line is this, single selfish people need to remain single. Do not bring that into a relationship, courtship, marriage, family. Don't bring that anywhere. You have all right to stay selfish. Listen, though you have free will, you can go ahead and do whatever it is that you want, but you absolutely positively cannot bring that into any other realm that doesn't allow for you to be openly selfish. Selfish looks a lot like I have a family. I have people who love me. And making any decisions outside of that that doesn't better the dynamic that I'm a part of is selfish. If a person does not think, hmm, I've been with Will almost 20-something years at this point. For whatever the reason, don't really feel good and I haven't been feeling good all this time. I have two children by him I have this empire by him I have this that and the third you know what I'm going to do I'm going to go ahead and step out not just with anyone someone that will is actually acclimated with and who cares what this looks like on the back end because I'm just looking for something that makes me feel good that is the foundational mindset to selfishness Something in that should have sounded like you can make your decision to look for happiness as long as it doesn't negatively impact those people that you are a part of. If you really felt like it was over, then it should have been absolutely positively over. Not over with an option to go back. Not over with the option of, if we do go back, I'm going to have to tell you this, and this is probably going to be uncomfortable. Out of all the people in the world, why someone that knew your kids? Why someone who knew your husband? Why someone that's been been around your mother? Why someone that's been a part of the Red Table Talk earlier on in the Red Table Talks era? Why? Because selfish people don't think that far down the line. Selfish people don't say, you know what, (laughs) I'm just going. You could have chose somebody a part of production with the Red Table Talk. You could have chose someone that's in your arsenal that is not in the industry that everybody doesn't know. You could have chose anybody else, but you decided to choose. And you know why that wasn't really a second guess on any kind of soil? Because selfish people don't consider other people selfish people have this stance i'm doing what's best for me and everybody else is gonna have to stay in line and it's like woof you can't bring that nowhere you can't be a selfish parent You can't look at the daycare bill or the graduation fees or whatever's needed for school or the grocery bill, the light bill, the anything else, and be like, "Y'all be okay, okay?" Right now, what I need is a vacation. I need my toes done. So at this point, I'm looking to for things that make me feel good. I'm looking to go ahead and elevate me. And so, anybody who's not a part of that's gonna have to have a nice day. Parenting requires that you self sacrifice. Love requires that you self-sacrifice. Jesus showed that on the cross. Any other great parent, when you hear people saying stuff and giving you know their um, MVP speech or whatever have it, it is always based upon someone was sacrificial with their love, which also means that they were sacrificial with their decision making. Selfish people can't do that. It is me, 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 me all the time. And until that changes over, until they grow out of it, until they learn, you know what, this does not benefit from where I'm trying to go, then selfish people need to be alone. Because selfish people can be with other single people and not hurt anyone because you're single. Selfish people can do whatever they want with their money absolutely because you are not a parent. Selfish people can decide, you know what, I may go to work today, I may not whomever, but you know what, you don't have anybody that's depending on you. So go ahead and have a poor, poor work ethic. It doesn't matter. You see what I'm saying? When you start to build your resume of life and start to add more people in your boat and you start to be responsible for people's emotions, people's hearts, the trajectory of people's lives... The outcome of how they see things when they get when they get older and start their own families and branch out and start their own relationships. You cannot afford to keep that selfish mentality. And so, while I absolutely salute Jada for bringing herself in a quick time frame, that thing was prompt and punctual. I will give you that. She didn't wait a month. She didn't. She did say she was trying to wait for the perfect time. But you know what? Shouts out to her for not even being pressured. It's not like the internet pressured her. It was, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it. She not only did it, she did it with her husband sitting across from her. And she told the truth. It was appropriate. And she didn't throw August under the bus. You got to give her that. But then you also have to listen to what somebody's saying. Will said that he told Jada in the beginning of their marriage, he will love her through anything. I don't know if that was such a beautiful decoration of what his love can provide for her or if it was an opportunity to for her to see how she can sabotage him. I'm not really sure what, what option or what that actually did for her. She did say that she felt like, yeah, but do you have the capacity to love me? And when I hear someone talk, I can feel what they're saying. I've always had that particular unction and gift. And what I felt like there was a little smickle. If you looked really closely to those words, it was a slight hint of I'm going to test it. I'm going to sabotage it. Because in another episode, she said, which the internet drug up because they're the bomb. She said, you know what? If you marry me, (laughs) we're going to be in this joker and you may be on one side of you remember that clip you're gonna be on one side of the house with somebody else i may be over here and so that showed very early that she didn't have the same mindset when it came to love this man literally told her i will love you through anything and she was like okay but check this we're going do some things that i'm gonna put an alternative to normal i don't know if you down with that but that's what you're getting when you come with me how lopsided of a commitment is that Somebody saying they would love you through anything and somebody else saying listen you're gonna have to be okay with how i reverse and skip and play this uno game of life with you the marriage edition you see what i'm saying I want us to get to a point that we're not looking at celebrities as the hallmark of all things, representation of black love. That we are not looking at our grandmothers um, and the decisions that they may have made. That we are not looking at some of our closest friends who are still making bad decisions. Because when you look at why someone is making decisions, I always want to look at where did you learn how to make that decision? So your homegirl who's currently in a relationship that you like, she just going to have to get tired of it at some point. We can't give her no advice. We can't do A, B, and C. We just, we can't. The question remains, who showed her how to make a good relational decision? Did her mother sit down and have that talk with her? Did she see it in her parents? Or are her closest friends also in crappy relationships and this is just what you do your circle really starts to penetrate your nucleus so if your circle's doing whatever then that becomes your blueprint to your decision making I know that we all wish that we were all one mind and we made decisions by ourselves and nobody tells us what to do but we are very copy and paste kind of creatures when you see something that you like you copy and paste it you may put your own spin on it but you copy and paste it i didn't have the grand idea because i was the you know sole originator of all things natural hair i didn't have the idea to cut my hair because you know um i'm trying to start something new i saw the natural hair movement saw how i could put my own spin on it and i cut my hair i saw something that i liked and i copied and pasted Not that I'm copying someone, but I'm copying the concept. Oh, natural hair, don't have to perm my hair. Perm is not good for you. It leaves these scars and scabs. It's expensive. The heat down here in Georgia is tearing my hair up. You know what? Cool. But when I paste it, it's going to have my own spin on it. If you do not have a good copy and paste kind of board when it comes to relationships, marriages, parenting, whatever then that means that you need to broaden your horizon, broaden your scope. If you were driving somewhere and all you saw was hoopties, that doesn't mean that the world only offers hoopties. That means that from your experience where you travel to and fro, that's all you see. Maybe you need to change the channel to that. Maybe you need to explore, go somewhere else. Maybe you need to Google somewhere else. YouTube University has a slew of different things. Everybody on the gram who's smiling and taking couple pictures is not fronting. I know that your closest friend is making her relationship look more than what it is i know that old boy is making it seem like he's the happiest but you know the e true hollywood story that's cool and that's the truth for them they may be faking it that doesn't mean that everybody else is and if i could just give you this real quick that's one of the reasons why i don't post as much for my husband (laughs) and i know that sounds weird But because it's this notion of, you know, faking it for the gram, it's like, you know what, how about I just be happy in real life? In real life. And the things that I choose to share, when I choose to share it, just know that it's authentic or I wouldn't post it at all. And so I had to just go ahead and come and pick up this phone and let out, or I mean, I feel like I have a gallon of things that I need to put out, but I need to put it in a quarter water so that it can actually be received, digested, and listened to. But it breaks every part of me, and I rebuke in the name of Jesus, don't break a part of me. But it, it it stirs up an anger in me when I see that we put people, humans, on a pedestal, and then when they don't perform, we go see. So there's no hope, really. Another person breathing this blue, uh, this air outside with the blue skies, the blue and green earth. I'm not giving you that much power that if you don't set the example, then it just doesn't exist. No. Like, haven't we evolved enough that if the example is not out there, then we become the example for ourselves? I've never seen certain things that I'm doing right now, and I'm doing it. I've never seen no one in a podcasting area. I've never seen, I haven't seen it for myself, but you know what? It's enough to be like, I don't have enough personal examples. So I'm just going to be my own personal example. Hoping that when someone comes behind me or you know, if I could possibly be any type of a trailblazer and someone comes to me, that I could actually give some tips because I'm giving from the example of my own personal life. I hate the fact that again, black love gets us a blemish. I'm not giving the media that much power anymore. I'm not giving nobody else relationship that much power anymore. I would choose to be encouraged by anyone's relationship, whether it's, man, I wanna copy and paste that, or man, I'm gonna learn from that. And what I learned from Will and Jada is two people who had two different ways of loving each other, tried their best to push through, took a little break because they deemed it acceptable and because there's no secrets in their relationship they went ahead and said you know what we're going to just keep pushing through we've done some things to each other but you know what let's just one one good uh licking we keep on taking kind of thing and that's what they chose but that doesn't mean that if you would decide to get into a marriage and it was 25 years that you can just Look at Will and Jada or whomever else and say that's just the way marriage is. No, do you understand? Yes, marriage is difficult because it requires for you to change some stuff about you that wasn't highlighted until you got into a covenant. Trust and believe that. Just like somebody can tell you college is hard and you only knew that college was hard once you went into the facility, started taking the test, started seeing how much of a workload it was and you were like, whoa, college is not for the week, bruh. Yeah, it requires a discipline. It requires for you to really be serious about your studies. It requires for you to have time management. It requires for you, there's some requirements for college that is not required for you if you're not in college. So yes, marriage has some requirements that doesn't really, you know, it's not the same for someone who wants to be single or selfish. But please don't make it seem like when you walk into marriage, it is the haunted house. That when you walk into any relationship and if you want longevity, then you better make sure that you're mentally and emotionally strong for this. It it should not be the spookiest haunted house on earth. And I don't want to give God's, his covenant, that kind of dress up. That's the wrong accessory for that. So I can go on, on and on and on. (laughs) <laughs> with this particular topic because it just bothers me especially from from me someone who was always a hopeless romantic my entire life I think I was five years old writing down what my kids names would be someone who always you know looked at shows and movies like The Notebook and was like man I want that to be me I wanted that to be my knight in shining armor and I kept running into uh the wrong people the wrong dudes people who If I looked at my my surroundings and the relationship that my friends were in and the relationships that I had, it was like, man, it's hard dating now. You know what? I mean, is it any love down here? You know, I was told when I moved to Georgia, you know, all the men are gay down there, so, you know, just be careful. Everybody's on a down low. And everything that could have chipped away and tainted at my view of love. But you know what? That was the one thing that even when I tried to say forget it, I don't want it, even when I tried to just be like, you know what, maybe I – him a long time ago and i put him in a friend zone or pushed him away so now i'm just reaping the consequences of being single and you know incomplete or whatever i was feeling at that time i just thought maybe this is just my my earth sentence maybe this is my punishment and for someone who kept pushing like no i believe in love I believe I'm going to be married one day. I believe I'm going to be happily married one day. I believe that I'm going to be respected while I'm in a relationship. I believe I'm not going to have to look through his phone. I believe that when he's out and he says that he's at a grocery store, that he's not really laid up with some chick. I believe that I'm going to meet somebody that he sees me and he loves me for me, that he doesn't compare me to anybody else, that I don't feel like somebody else got your attention, but I'm just physically with you, that somebody else may still have your heart, but I'm just mentally with you. Like, I didn't want to feel any of that. And God gave me what I desired. So I know that if he gave it to me he will give it to anybody else. He is not a respecter of man He didn't look down at me and say "Mm, only she gets it I didn't stop believing is what happened and the times that I did I had people around me that was like no no, I don't believe that for you because that's not what you want. You're going to be a great wife. You're going to be great to your husband. Your husband's going to be excellent. He's going to be everything that you need. And sometimes, you know what? It felt like walking up a hill with no water. I was thirsty and it was like, instead of keep walking and feeling this thirst, I've had to just sit down and feel this breeze of what whatever life is going to offer me. So it does something to me. It stirs me up. Because I see what it looks like on the other side to be in something that's healthy, healthy, healthy love. You see what I'm saying? And I look back at the the relationship that I had downhill and I'm like, man, if I would have settled there. ooh, if I would have settled for old boy. Oh, my goodness. If I didn't cut that off. Oh, I'm so glad that I let tears, you know, just push me through and I didn't decide to just stay because I didn't want to cry. Oh, my goodness. And I look at that and I'm like, how dare you? How dare life try to go ahead and rob you of the true, authentic feeling and the establishment of love, of love in a relationship, of love in a marriage? I hate people who taint that. I hate people who taint love because God is love. I hate anything that comes against God's normal original design and it was never supposed to be that she was supposed to be taking grant for granted of and still put that in the you know long suffering well you know what that's what happens when you with somebody for that long really so if you with somebody for a long time you got to expect that it's going to fade away no it can be expected that it's going to change there may be some shifts in likes and dislikes and oh, okay but that don't mean you stop growing together that's crazy to me I don't I don't subscribe to that If I decided today that I wanted to be the best tennis player in the world, the expectation is that my husband, if he don't want to play with me, that he will at least be in the stands clapping for me. That if he don't want to be in the stands because it's too hot, that he will at least be the person that's like, yo, I bought some of your gear for you. If he didn't want to buy the gear, that he at least make sure that I eat and I get well rested before. You see how many different things and different positions he could play off of the one decision that I made that's going to bring me happiness? There's so many different ways that you can ebb and flow with the person you decided to be with. And you're just going to just decide to be selfish? Because the other option is he can see that I love tennis all of a sudden and be like, okay, that's you, but I don't. And that's selfish. Out of all the options you could have chosen, you chose a selfish one, then you didn't, you, didn't, <laughs> you didn't qualify for marriage. You didn't qualify for doing anything but staying single. And I think the greatest gift that you can give someone is, until I decide that I want to be a selfless, sacrificial lover, then I'm just going to remain single. The end. Because whenever God blesses you enough to have someone sit across the room from you and let you know I will love you through anything, my prayer is that you will not look back and say, okay, well, if you're going to be with me, it's going to be different. that's all I got (laughs) yeah I I feel like I I got probably one more one more clip one more bullet in this magazine but I'm gonna go ahead and save it in the clip I'm gonna just you know let it be you know what these conversations are right they're life-provoking conversations conversations that when you have them you're like you know what I could say a lot but I I gotta say it's real talk it's going it's life provoking it's going to take you by the shoulders and shake you and just like oh my goodness I just I can't but I'm gonna go ahead and let you go and you know that when your phone ring it's your favorite homegirl so you got to make sure you pick up later